Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, the place that you want to be to buy your bulls in 2020. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a Saskatchewan-based organization has received federal approval to develop a vaccine against deadly African swine fever. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. There's an extreme cold warning out right now. Partly cloudy skies, wind northwest 20, the high today minus 26 degrees. Periods of light snow tonight, the low minus 32. Wind chill minus 38 tonight, minus 44 overnight. Frostbite in minutes. Tomorrow partly cloudy, 30%. Chance of flurries in the morning, clearing late in the afternoon. Winds up to 15K, the high tomorrow minus 26. Wind chill minus 44 in the morning, minus 31 in the afternoon. Frostbite in minutes, the low minus 35 degrees. Thursday, cloudy and windy with a high minus 21, the low minus 21. Friday, cloudy, the high minus 19, the low minus 30. Saturday, sunny, the high minus 23, the low minus 25. Sunday, sunny, the high minus 18, the low minus 23. And Monday, sunny, the high near minus 9. Normal high is minus 11 for this date, the normal low minus 23. The sun rose at 8.54 this morning. It sets at 5.21 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Island Falls at minus 24. The cold spot, Wasika at minus 35. Estevan is minus 25. Saskatoon, minus 32. Swift Current, minus 28. Weyburn, minus 26. And Yorkton, minus 28. Cloudy in Regina, minus 29 degrees. That's 20 below Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-northwest at 16. Giving a wind chill right now of minus 40. Humidity 69%, the barometer rising 103.0. Cloudy and Moose Jaw minus 27, Windsor from the northwest at 21. Once again, Regina cloudy, minus 29, that's 20 below Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com. And JGL Commodities, proudly serving Saskatchewan farm families for over 40 years. Looking to sell your grain? Call JGL Commodities today, 306-624-2378. A Saskatoon-based organization has been given federal approval to develop a vaccine for deadly African swine fever. The disease has wiped out over half the pigs in China or almost one-third of all hogs in the world. The director of Vito Intervac, Dr. Volker Gertz, says developing a vaccine will take several years. Well, we're very excited to uh, now work with the virus here in Saskatoon. We've been working on a vaccine for the last few years in collaboration with Winnipeg and uh, so tested the vaccine there in their lab. Now adding the Vito facility to it will allow us to do more of that testing work and faster. Any idea how long in time it will take to develop a workable vaccine? 
Well, I wish I could tell you tomorrow, but it's, it is going to take a few years before we have something that um, we can use. So it's still a few years down the road. Well, there is various uh, vaccine technologies. There is um, what is called a life vaccine, and uh, that is probably the most promising candidate right now. And our Chinese colleagues are working on one of those, as well as our Spanish and American colleagues. That is the most advanced, but such a vaccine will never be used in North America. We don't have the virus here, and we do not want to introduce it with a life vaccine. So we're working on a, on a different technology. It's called the vectored vaccine, so we're not using a live virus. And that is just going to take a little bit longer. But, you know, in the long term, that's going to be the, the vaccine that, if at all, would be used here in North America. And that's still years away. Unfortunately, I mean, we're hoping for a breakthrough. We're hoping that we can do this in, in less than that. But, you know, with all the testing in animals and so on, and then um, getting um, regulatory permission to use it and so on, it it's usually takes a few years before you're there. How serious is African swine fever? Oh, this is probably the most significant disease in pigs that we've seen in the in the last few years, if not uh, decades. Um, we now think that in China, about 60% of their pigs are infected from this or with this disease, and globally, that we're we're about to lose about a third of all pigs on this planet due to the disease. Are you taking efforts to ensure you don't accidentally release African swine fever into any herd here? With oh yeah, we better. So this is a, this is a high containment facility here. This is actually the, nor the the most advanced facility in North America. We we're using for this work, and and everything we do here is approved and overseen by the regulators. They're they're working hand in hand with us. All the work we're doing, every little step, every little experiment is being approved and then overseen by the regulators, by the CFIA and, and PHAC, the Public Health Agency of Canada. And so this whole facility is built for this purpose, to work with diseases that um, you know require an extra level of containment. What's it going to cost to develop this vaccine in rough terms? No, it's going to cost a few millions to develop a vaccine like that. Tell me a little bit about previous vaccines, because Vito in Saskatoon is famous for some livestock vaccines. Well, thanks for saying that. Yes, that's right. So really our focus for the last uh, few decades has been to work on problems that are affecting our um, key industries, our stakeholder industries, so in, in particular the livestock industries. And we're very proud that we made a number of um, vaccines that, that were the world's first and, and really were game changers. If you think back at the old uh, Vicogen vaccine, for example, uh, you know, animals were suffering severe diarrhea. They were born and then, then showing all this diarrhea. So you would drive on a farm and, the, you know, you would immediately see all these uh, animals affected by it. Vito came up with a vaccine and, and the problem was solved. And so that's what we're very proud of, developing vaccines that our livestock industries can use them. You said the Chinese are looking at developing a live vaccine. Will that be any faster than, than your uh, other type of vaccine? Well, that's the, you know, that's the most promising approach right now, but it has a number of, um, of uh, downsides to it. So, A, it's not very safe, so you can actually cause disease with this vaccine. So, it's, you know, it's a little bit a matter of if you give too much, you make them sick. If you don't give enough, then you don't get a, a good response. So, it's, it's um, very difficult to find the right dose. It's also very difficult at the moment to produce it. But the biggest concern with that vaccine is that it will shed into the environment. So in, um, vaccinated pigs will shed the, the vaccine virus and, and give it to other pigs. And so in China, really, I mean, at the moment, 
they're just battling this disease and it doesn't really matter. There is so much virus in the country right now that it's out of control anyway. So, so adding the vaccine virus to it doesn't make a difference. Canada, completely different and the US. We don't have the disease here. We don't have the virus here. And we do not want to introduce it with a vaccine virus. And so a live vaccine, in my view, will never be used in Canada. Dr. Volker Gertz is the director of Vito Intervac in Saskatoon. Hello, folks. Bill Creech here with Hill 70 Quantock Ranch Barn Burning Bull Sale. We're at Lloydminster, Alberta, and this is our 50th annual bull sale. It's February 1, 2020, right at the ranch. We'll sell 400 bulls, red and black Angus, horned and polled Herefords, Charlays, red and black Sim Angus bulls, and Galvey balancers. 75% of these bulls are two-year-olds. They're held over. They're not leftovers, plus bred and open commercial females. We'll see you at our 50th annual bull sale. Remember to call us, 800-665-SALE. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the REMAX Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. The Saskatchewan government has released an updated version of the Clubroot distribution map, outlining the areas where Clubroot has been found. Agriculture Minister David Merritt says Clubroot has been confirmed in 51 commercial canola fields, a rise of eight since last January. In addition, he says the Clubroot pathogen was detected in five fields without visible symptoms. The map shows Clubroot remains north of a line through Yorkton and Davidson, but new RMs include northeast of Yorkton and southwest of Saskatoon. Merritt says knowing where Clubroot exists helps farmers take steps to avoid further soil contamination. Well, the map shows, you know, uh, that we're obviously still doing the survey extensively. We did over 1,700. It shows that uh, in the areas where we have seen uh, club root, we're seeing uh, it's still in those areas and, and getting a little more intense. So it's, we have uh, eight new findings. Out of the 1,700 and over 1,700 tests, I think it's working for us that we're showing that, you know, that club root is there. And we're trying to work with the farmers. Obviously, this is really being something we're treating, trying to work with the producers to control. Where are these new cases? Kind of in the, in, in that north northwest, northeast areas of the province. It's kind of where we've been finding it. And obviously, we're just doing more testing, more extensive testing in there. And that's where the findings are again. So it seems to be in, the, in those parts of the uh, province, Jim. How do farmers benefit from the release of the map? Well, I think it just shows them, gives them an awareness of, you know, of where we're finding uh, the club root and the club root pathogen. And obviously, you know, if we find you know, the pathogen still gives us some huge opportunity to control, you know, the club root through crop rotations and things like that. So that's why it's important for us, you know, in releasing this and showing so that producers can see, you know, what, what's going on in their area and we can work with the producers. And that's one thing we've always wanted to do is the whole communication strategy around this gym is working with the producers and the landowners to control uh, the club root disease. Using resistant varieties and, of course, crop rotation. That's right. That's, that's two of the big things, and it's really an education and awareness thing to, uh, to bring to the producers in light of that. And so when you find the pathogen, you, you don't have the club root disease, but you can uh, work with those farmers to control it and so that they, they obviously won't get it. Then it, they can mitigate the risk of the disease of that. You've offered farmers free soil test kits to help control this disease? Yeah, we have. And, uh, you know, on the voluntary side, we had over 170 uh, volunteer field, or, you know, uh, producers volunteer their field tests. So 
So that's encouraging. And obviously, we'd like to, you know, see more of that. That's what this is really about, is really bringing a, a awareness to, to the producers on just uh, where club root is and where the pathogen is and working with the producers to, to mitigate that risk and obviously bring under control the club root disease. But you've got some requirements. Producers that have infected fields are required to adopt management practices? Yeah, we do, and that's you know it's just for their own for their own protection, and obviously to mitigate the you know the spread and, uh, of the club root disease. So that's what we're really trying to do is work with the producers, and 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 in most cases they are. So it's uh, it's working out real well for us that way. But do you see this because it's just mostly in the northern half of the grain belt? It is just in the northern half of the grain belt. But do you think yeah. it will spread south? Well, I mean, we, we've done we've done some very extensive testing. We've gone right down into the southeast. We've done quite a few, even in the you know in south central. There was quite a few of that testing we did this year. There was you know we did maybe three or four in some municipalities and where we never had issues about it and saw that we didn't have it. And so, but we just did more intensive testing. Uh, if you took a line really from you know Estevan up to Lloydminster, a lot of that has been done all through that and north of Regina and right up to Saskatoon and to Lloydminster. That whole area and that whole north of that line, would we've done some pretty extensive testing. And so far, the results are just really north of a line from Yorkton through Davidson. North of that line is where it's found. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, you're probably right on. That's just about where you could say that where we have found it, but very, very, you know, very remote. So th- it, that's kind of where we've been finding it. Are you worried about it spreading to the south? Well, I mean, we are. I think, uh, you know, obviously rotation is important to this. And I think we're really, you know, that's why we're really um, trying to work with the farmers and the producers in this to further testing. And it's important, I think, to see the results and the findings and make sure that we don't find it. And I think in the southern part of the province, rotation is used quite a bit more uh, than it is in some other parts of the province. So hopefully we're controlling it that way. But it's really a communication strategy, working with the producers and the municipalities to um, encourage farmers to. The voluntary testing is really where I'd like to see a lot more of it, and hopefully we will see a lot more. But we're just working through the details for 2020 on uh, what that process will look like this year. And that's Agriculture Minister David Merritt. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola gained ten cents at four thirty nine fifty eight. Oats rose a dollar twenty seven at two seventeen sixty five. Number one red spring wheat increased two ninety nine at two hundred thirty three dollars and forty two cents. The rest were unchanged. Durham two sixty six thirty nine. Feed barley one seventy seven sixty eight. Flax five twenty one thirty five. Lentils four eighty two fifty, yellow peas two hundred forty six dollars eighty nine cents, and feed wheat one fifty six eighty three. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, March wheat is up one and three quarter cents at five fifty seven a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Associates auctions. Call Assiniboia six four two forty one eighty or Weyburn eight four two forty five seventy four. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia or Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of January 14th. Weyburn had their first regular sale last week and as predicted, the market was up a few cents. 
Heifer sold from $1.20 to $1.40. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.80 cents to $0.90 cents with the odd sale up to $0.94. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.70 cents to $0.80. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.50 cents to $0.60. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.05 to $1.16. There weren't enough feeders in any one weight break to establish an accurate price quotation. This has been Stephanie Dagg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 8,000 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 118 to 144 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,700 head, selling in a range of 121 to 143 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is mixed and four contract prices opened higher this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar is up two basis points with the daily exchange at 1.3048. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.5 cents US. US cash markets are mixed with the regions representing uncommitted hogs higher by about a dollar while the national region is lower by 53 cents US 100 weight. The national region is about 7% below the five-year average benchmark while the Western Corn Belt region is 18% lower with the daily price at its lowest level for this marketing week going back to 2015. Weekly slaughter was over 6% higher than a year ago, and combined with labor shortages experienced by plants, there are massive amounts of supply available at precisely the same time there's competition for shackle spaces. Lean hog futures are seeing some support this morning and have retraced yesterday's losses across all contracts. While this is a positive development, the market has a way to go to climb out of the recent lows. Yesterday's activity pushed the market to lows not seen since August of last year, and more recently the end of November, beginning of December. The outlook today, extreme cold warning, partly cloudy, wind northwest 20, the high minus 26. Periods of light snow tonight, the low minus 32, wind chill minus 38 tonight, minus 44 overnight. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 30% chance of flurries, clearing late in the afternoon, high minus 26, wind chill minus 44 tomorrow morning, minus 31 in the afternoon, the low minus 35. In Regina, cloudy minus 29, that's 20 below Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. Make sure you have the right date marked. It's February 1, 2020. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, 50th Bull Sale, Lloydminster, Alberta.